0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
1: Welcome, friends, to another r slash malicious compliance video. Today, we've got a great story of settling a dispute between neighbors and a city. But first, a story from Punk Linux... Oh, you think the trade shows are actually vacations wrought with fraud, and you want to impose strict controls over a business you don't understand? Good luck! Many years ago, I worked for a company that hired an incredibly obtuse financial department who took over when they first organized. It used to be a loose collection of managers, but the year after I started, they went for a more organized and separate structure. To be fair this is more about my boss than myself we had a travel team a group of volunteers from sales and it who would go in mass with equipment and text to do setups displays and network at trade shows we had a booth some sales guys would be there and networking would commence there was always a set of volunteers from the it department because some of the shows would be in big cities and you'd get to attend vendor events, parties, and hang out with the sales guys who were mostly gay alcoholics for some reason and super fun. There was a kind of seniority to who got to volunteer, but nobody really complained and everyone got rotated who got to go. You got to go to DEFCON last year, it's my turn now. Okay, fair. The travel team lead was also a volunteer position, but commonly someone high up, like a manager. Their job was to orchestrate equipment, rentals, expenses, travel plans, convention center fees, and shipping. They also ended up getting a lot of free stuff too, from sales and our partners, which they'd pass along, to the travel team. It was all kind of a perk, to be fair, for everyone involved, but when the new director of finance started, she put in some new and strict policies. Some of their policies started with, one, travel team is not allowed to get reimbursed without explicit approval, and nobody was approved post event. Two, Travel Team does not get a credit card of their own or even a company card. Three, Travel Team gets gift cards for a set amount like $150, which was to be used for all expenses. Sadly, places we needed it for, like airlines, rental agencies, hotel rooms, gas pumps, and toll booths, do not accept gift cards. Finance denied that these were gift cards and even specifically disallowed people in meetings to refer to them as such. Pre-approved credit balances, I think we had to say, but to the rest of the world, they were 100% exactly the same as gift cards with gift card restrictions. Four, no matter how early you asked for it, often finance waited until the very, very last minute and usually after a half a dozen reminders to get anything approved which incurred a lot of unnecessary costs, like expedited shipping, same-day rental penalties, or inflated airfares. 5. If they forgot, it was your fault or your manager's fault for not reminding them enough. Okay, you reminded them four times to buy the team airline tickets and it wasn't done? Should've reminded them five times, so your fault. This was all in response to the Director of Finance's claim that it would reduce fraud. An issue that, as far as anyone could tell, had never happened. The director had this Dolores Umbridge approach that somebody, somewhere, might get away with something. She was a patronizing git with a smug grin and this annoying head waggle when she downsplained something to you. So we'll call her Dolores. Before her, the travel team would just submit receipts and get reimbursed. Dolores put an end to that. Specifically saying the previous lead of the travel team was just going to spend all the money on steaks and wine, he understandably told her to go freak herself and quit the company when the dust settled. In his wake, Dolores used his free stuff from vendors as a shining example of stolen opulence and swag hoarding that she put an end to. Oh, behold the mighty on his throne of airborne express stress squishies and free U-line catalogs. That left my manager to take over his duties, and he'd never done travel team, so he wasn't really sure how it all worked, and didn't push back on Dolores at first until he was forced to travel with the team. He was surprised he didn't have an expense account or a corporate card, and when he asked for one, he got the gift card. When he tried to use it, it was rejected pretty much everywhere he needed it except various restaurants. He paid for everything else on his personal American Express card, including stuff for the rest of the team, and was rejected for reimbursements because he didn't ask for it beforehand. He was on the hook for $40,000-plus in various things from two-week-long trips. Of course, he complained to the top management, Dolores threatened to quit if she wasn't allowed to do her job, and the top managers never had to deal with her before, and were kind of wishy-washy about being the bad guy here. Like, well, she says she lets you use gift cards, so... And when my manager said they were rejected, Dolores said, He's not trying hard enough. He's afraid of confrontation. He needs to be a big boy and fight back. But in the end, the top management reimbursed him under pressure from the legal department. After that happened, Dolores settled on having certain things prepaid for, like hotel, travel, truck rentals and shipping, but they waited so long to do them that they often try to get hotel rooms or truck rental the day of a popular event sold out or got the wrong hotel, Washington DC is not the same as Washington state, or waited so long for shipping it cost $250 to send something overnight that would have cost $40 to send it a few weeks prior. They also didn't understand how much anything actually cost, and how we saved money by doing things ourselves. And in some cases, finance did everything wrong so the team would arrive at the right hotel and find out that finance didn't submit an authorized approval for a card, for say, incidentals, a requirement for most hotels for trade shows, and nobody could reach them, so again people got dinged on their personal cards. Again, Dolores said, they just can't accept with the hotel, desk, convention center, union, or dumb minimum wage bunny at the toll booth tells them. They have to fight back. We can't spoon feed and coddle these guys because they're too scared of conflict. Ever fight with a Jersey Turnpike toll booth collector? Yeah, neither had she. After two of these disasters, my manager said, Just stop. Stop volunteering for these events. I will not approve time off for it. He declined being travel lead for future trips because he just couldn't afford it.
0: Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together.
1: That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash storytimepod. This was an unpopular move at best, but he told us, just wait. Let her do things her way. He was a master at malicious compliance. And with no resistance, Dolores went into fifth gear with the smug grin. Now we're going to act like a real company. That leads to the next issue. Some of these travels were in major cities like Chicago, New York City, Washington, D.C., etc. Dolores again said that people were just going to these events to get the company to pay for a drinking vacation. Management was like, uh, yeah, we wouldn't get volunteers otherwise. Well, Dolores didn't like that idea. So she decided that she would hold a staff lottery and you could enter your name and she'd have a drawing on who got to go to be fair to everyone. This fairness seems awfully slanted on our own staff by the way which we'll get to shortly the point of these trade shows was not to take a vacation something dolores made absolutely sure to point out but she didn't seem to grasp the entire reason we went to increase our business it had to be it folk for setup and sales folk for the schmoozing but that concept never got past her ears into her cognitive understanding Well, since those IT and tech folk who already couldn't go didn't want to pay for it, we didn't volunteer. So, the travel team ended up being other company staff who had no idea how to work, act or deal with trade shows, which was a horrific expense disaster. Imagine the administrative assistant for marketing on the fifth floor winning a ticket, only to find out she had to pay for everything. Plus, Dolores always sent one of her own to keep an eye on everyone. But none of them knew how trade shows worked either they only knew how to kowtow to dolores and her control issues what is a union fee what is corkage no we didn't approve some union to give us power you plug your booth stuff into an outlet or something they won't let you who is they well then stop using tv screens in the booth you don't need them we don't sell tvs anyway did you know that if you have a conflict with an event center union and decline their help They charge you anyway at max rate? Yeah, Dolores and her team didn't know that either. And let me tell you, paying those guys a few thousand bucks ahead of time is a lot cheaper than just letting them charge you fines afterwards. Oh, she tried to fight back because she wasn't afraid of a little conflict, but lost heavily. Ironically, despite Dolores stating otherwise, at great length, the non-IT or salespeople who went actually thought it was company-paid vacation-ish, just like Dolores warned about, making it kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy. The fact that they had to work was surprising at first, then after that word got out, NOBODY would enter into the lottery, so now they had no volunteers. So Dolores assigned them to interns, interns. I could write an entire novel from that disaster alone. Imagine sending a bunch of college kids to Vegas, telling them they had to pay for things, and putting them in a job conflict situation where they were guaranteed to lose. I am sure many laws were broken. Dolores then had to send along chaperones to manage it who were more of her finance department flunkies, and our company ended up with massive fines for various issues, including paying bail for the interns. Because the interns got into so much trouble, Dolores started hiring room monitors for the hotels and fully legal adults had to go to the show, work the entire day at the show on their feet, then check back into their room. She also put four to six people to a room, too, like they were a high school band or something. She even had breathalyzers bought for it to make sure nobody was drinking. Adults. She treated adults like this. This was brought up by the sales team as a PR nightmare. And my boss said, just wait, okay? Let her hang herself. The first year of this, the travel team's expenses increased by over 4,000%. You heard me. 4000 thousand percent trips that used to cost thirty six hundred dollars were now costing a hundred forty four thousand or more often because of late minute fees and penalties the travel team expenses went from hundred ten thousand dollars annually on average to over two point something million because crap was so badly mishandled we lost a lot of our booth slots and booth renewals So we lost half our trade shows and looked like idiots to our clients, but the main reason we went to those trade shows in the first place was for networking, so there was literally no reason to go anymore. This was pointed out to Dolores multiple times by the sales team, so she doubled down and cancelled the travel team after just one year. Finally, top management got involved, who actually fought with Dolores for a year until she retired for personal reasons slash to dedicate herself to her family. Then it took nearly two years to rebuild the travel team from scratch. People got corporate cards, travel team lead became an actual job, and when we hired one, she handled all the financial stuff for us. So it was much better and saved the company a ton of money in her first year, and There was much rejoicing. How much do you want to bet that Dolores looked so bad and did so poorly at her job that this new person that they hired for travel team lead, even if they weren't really the best at their job, would look like an amazingly ultra-skilled competent worker at their skill? Like how much more of a softball could you lob up? It's like gently lobbing up a beach ball and A-Rod is standing at the plate. Do you guys think that if they hired somebody that wasn't even the most competent at doing their job as a travel team leader, that they would still look marvelous to this company because of what Dolores did? Or does bad work always still look like bad work? Let me know if you guys agree in the comments down below. By the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. That said, our final story of the day is from S. Barnes VTA Neighbor tells another neighbor to call the city. So, they did. Happened a couple of months ago in our neighborhood. There's a pretty rundown house with some inconsiderate neighbors. They have a large travel trailer that's too big for the driveway and sticks out one foot into the sidewalk when it's parked. It's not an issue as there's plenty of room to walk around, but the kicker is they always park one of their cars halfway in the driveway, so it completely blocks the sidewalk. They live in a corner house, so it's dangerous for a family to walk in the street around a blind corner because the sidewalk is inaccessible. Multiple neighbors, including myself, have asked them multiple times to pull their car into the driveway or park it in the street to leave the sidewalk accessible. They always say they will, but nothing changes. Well, apparently they got into a shouting match with one of the other neighbors over it with the offending neighbor telling the other neighbor if they don't like it, call the city well the other neighbor did just that the city came out and wrote a ticket for the suv blocking the sidewalk and also wrote them up for the trailer that was too big to fit in the driveway forcing them to store it in a rental space for 350 dollars a month honestly i think this is what the neighbors should have done if it got to maybe even two or three discussions Honestly, maybe even one discussion, you know, you tell them, you ask them politely could they move, it's dangerous. If they say they will and then don't and then just keep not doing it, I guess you could threaten them with calling the city or you could just go and do it anyways. Shoot, they'd be more likely to catch them doing it too if you don't give them a heads up by warning them or threatening them. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another absolutely awesome malicious compliance story. Check out that video on the left, or if you missed my latest video, check out the video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just sixty bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more.